Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking with Amber all about lead generation and strategies for doing so and all of the things. So with that being said, I would love to welcome in Amber. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Amy. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. So um, my name is Amber Hansel, and I'm a lead generation strategist and mentor. I'm a mom of two. And I homeschooled them. So I know all the things about doing all the things with limited time. Exactly. And lead generation is really a missing piece of the puzzle for so many business owners because in order to make sales, you need to generate leads. So with that, where do you recommend your clients even start? Yes. So lead generation can feel super scary and, you know, people don't know where to start. And really the first place I say to start is who do you want to sell to? Start with that dream avatar, the ideal client, the, you know, your person, but that's where you need to start is really diving into that because as soon as you know who they are, you can easily find them and you'll relate to them, you're connecting with them because you know who they are. So that's the very most important step. And everyone loves to skip that step because no one wants to do that work. And I'm not talking about like, oh, my ideal client's married with two kids. I'm talking about like at 2 a.m. when she wakes up in a panic, What? why is she waking up in a panic at 2 a.m.? Those are the things that you dive into in your ideal client to help you find them online. Oh, that's awesome because really getting super clear on that is so key because when you don't know who you're speaking to, I feel like we end up speaking to no one. Yeah. I know so many people are like, well, I talk to everyone, but once again, that goes into everyone is no one. Right. Um, So you need to really be specific. And I know so many people are like, oh, well, I deal with mompreneurs. Well, dive deeper. It's not just like, what type of business do they have? What are they doing? You know, it's all about just the next, the next, the next, (laughs) keeping it going so that you can really find them. Right. Yeah. Just kind of peeling back those layers about, okay, what are they struggling with? Because yeah, demographics are important to know, but I feel like what you said is so important, really getting that clarity on what's keeping them up at night what are those problems what do they desire what do they really want and i feel like once people get clear on that then you can almost like it's almost like you're in their head you're like providing the solution to exactly what they need yes exactly and then your content falls in and then everything falls in behind that and especially like your lead generation because then your lead is just it's right there because you know who it is. And so, you know, that's always the first thing to lead generation is knowing who to look for. 
Yes, yes. And I appreciate too how you said, you know, so many people skip over this step, but when you take the time to do this and really be intentional, it it sounds like it's going to make the rest of the process that much easier. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's also something that evolves with you. So you need to revisit this ideal client because your business can change. You as a person can change. And so it's important to revisit that so that your lead generation can continue. Oh, definitely. Now, how often do you recommend that we kind of go back and just check in? I would really want to say like every six months or so, or if you feel like your business is like harder than it should be, you know, really taking a step back. I'm actually in this place right now in my business where I'm taking a step back and reevaluating, you know, what's going on. Um, Because, you know, there's been a shift this year in the space. So it's so important. And I'm talking to so many others that it's okay to take a step back and reevaluate what's going on in your business, you know, and yes, that includes your ideal client and going back to those foundations that maybe you haven't touched in a while. Yeah, exactly. And that is so important to do. And I think most of us are guilty of not taking that pause, taking that step back often enough. And for me, usually when I do take that step back, that's where I come up with some of my biggest breakthroughs and ideas. It's during those those intentional periods of white space on my calendar and knowing that that's necessary to do as a business owner and a mom. Like we need to do that more often than we do because our schedules are, are typically pretty darn busy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so when we give us like ourselves that white space, then it's also telling our audience that it's okay and, you know, allowing them to connect with us in a different way. And I think that's also really important to show that more transparency about what happens behind the scenes than just those awesome highlight reels that we love to show and see. Yeah, exactly. And I really think that more transparency leads to those deeper connections. I think you do draw in more of your ideal clients when you are just being open about the ups and downs and who you are as a person, because I don't know, to me, when I see someone that's showing up constantly picture perfect, I I feel like I'm judging myself. I really get stuck in that comparison mode. Whereas, you know, the people that I really connect with, they're just real moms. They're just business owners like me. You know, I can relate to them and that's what I want. I don't want to feel, you know, just like I'm stuck in this comparison hamster wheel day after day. No, I want to know that like she gets me. She understands what I'm going through. What's your take on that? Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, really relating to that because we are, I think, so done with like, the over-perfected feel of the online space. We are done with it. And we just want to see like, what are you actually doing? You know, like stop pretending you don't have a team behind you. Like what is actually going on? Because we, you know, it's a buyer's market right now. And so buyers really want to know and connect. And the more you connect with your buyers, the more likely that that sale is going to come to you because you have connected with them. And when you're showing like, you know, okay, my kid's having another meltdown. I'm heading into this call and this, 
they're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's me too. Right, right. Exactly. Because we've been there. We can all relate to it. And it's like, that's the beauty of, of working with moms. It's like, it's like the sisterhood. We get it. Yeah. We get each other. And as moms, our energy is so limited. Like I don't have the time and energy to be pouring into, you know, all this comparison and self-limiting beliefs. No, like it, it, it's exhausting when we're trying to be someone or something that we're not. Exactly. It takes almost more energy to project this like perfect thing and be done up all the time and have this thing. And like reality is I wear leggings and slippers and, you know, throw on whatever because I can. Right, right. You know, exactly. We choose, you know, we choose to be at home with our kids and do what we love. And that's, I think, you know, the key message always with moms is like, we're here because of our kids. <laughs> yep, exactly. That will always be above business every single time. And I, I just love it. I absolutely love it. It is the most challenging yet most rewarding thing ever. But being a business owner, I feel like it really does make us better moms and being moms makes us a better business owner. I really, I that is like my ride or die platform. Like we can do this. We can change the narrative that you have to choose. Absolutely. And I agree with that. And I love, you know, showing I have two boys and I love showing them that like, this is what you get to do if you want to. Right. Um, you don't have to do whatever else you get to choose different things and different pathways. And I think that's so important to show our kids like, hey, look, you can do this too. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love the example that we're, we're demonstrating for our kiddos. So back to lead gen, once we get super clear on the who, then where do we go when we're navigating this? So you're going to pick a platform, um, you know, and I think, so once you know your who, you're going to know where they are. Um, I am an IG girl. I'm an Instagram girl, as so many others I'm sure can relate to that. And so it's really about finding those keywords. So, you know, you did up your ideal client and I'm sure there were specific words in there um, that are searchable. And that's the great part about these platforms is everything is searchable. So just start searching, um, you know, search for titles. Um, titles are such a great way to search and under accounts. And then you can see, you should be able to tell from an Instagram profile within like maybe 10 seconds, whether or not they're going to be for you or not, you know, their bio, their first post, second post, you can skim it. You can see if you are going to relate to that. Yeah, exactly. Because again, people are buying from people. And I love how you said, you know, focus on one platform. I think that's a really common mistake of so many business owners, especially early on. We want to be omnipresent. So we're trying to do Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube, all of the things, throw in Facebook too, and a group. And, you know, we get stuck chasing these shiny objects that we end up speaking to no one because we're never really focusing that energy into one place. Yeah. And we feel so scatterbrained and then we get right. lost and defeated by really 
if you focus and master one platform, then yes, okay, add on another one. You know, I just recently added on TikTok. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but we're doing it, right? Because I know that that's where things are going. And so, but I've mastered Instagram, um, you know, and things like that. So you have to feel comfortable, but yes, when you're first starting out, one platform is just because you can't, your brain does not have the capacity. And especially as moms, we don't have, we feel we do, but you need to once again, step back and put yourself in check and say, this is where I need to focus. Exactly. I love how you said my, you know, your brain does not have the capacity for it because yeah, we think we do. We think we can do all of the things and you know what? Yes, we can, but just because we think we can and we can doesn't mean that we should. So I love this strategy of, okay, let's get really focused in on one platform and master that because let's face it, the reality is there's always going to be something else coming out over and over and over. Oh, and you're really mastering one. Then after you've done that, you can really start to pursue those other avenues. Okay, where else might my ideal client be? But really getting clear on one is such great advice. Oh, I love it. So what other things when building out our strategies can we be focusing on? So we've, we've gotten really clear on who, we've determined our platform, what would be next? Just start, <laughs> just start engaging, putting those comments, hitting the follow button, getting into the DMs, just do it. Take that five second deep breath and send the message. And most of all, just, you know, we were talking about transparency and authenticity, and that needs to come through with your comments, with your DMs really just sitting in your own self and forgetting what all those other comments are. And don't ever feel like, okay, I have to comment on this. No, you don't. If you don't feel anything within three seconds, just, just keep going. Because I would rather you like either hit the like button or maybe a save button than like hitting two emojis in the comments. Because you've got, we've all received those like emojis in the comments and you're like, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. It's like awkward because you're like, how am I supposed to reply to this? We have to think of comments as like the beginning of the conversation and how you can keep that conversation going. Yeah. You know? So putting some emojis or the, you know, absolutely love this is not benefiting either one of the parties. Sure, sure. That is great advice. And just start. That is such an important reminder because so often we get caught up in our thoughts and we get stuck in our heads. But the only way to get better at anything, including social media, is just to do it. You can't think that you're going to ride your bike like an expert without holding on to the handlebars day one. No, it takes practice. It takes consistency and it isn't going to be pretty when you first start, but that's okay. You have to put in the reps to get the results. I mean, I look back at some of my early content and I'm like, oh, that was bad, but you know, you just do it and that's where you improve. So I just, I love that you shared that. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, and people are always like, well, I feel stuck. And I'm like, because you're in your own head, as soon as we get in our own head and like, I'm guilty of it too. I'm not going to like, you know, we have to sometimes just take the emotion out of it and go, guess what? And I know sometimes like, I feel like today on my account, I was like, Hey, my account is a client and I'm going to go in and do this and this and this. And then it was done. Yeah. Because I took the emotion out of it. Yep. You know, yes, I still have emotion for my business, but I took that like desire of like, this is what I need today. No, I just, I just need to do this. Exactly. It almost becomes like a non-negotiable. It gets you out of your head by taking that action. And I've, I've heard time and time again, people are always like, well, I just, I don't feel confident enough. Well, it's action that breeds confidence. It's the doing that gets you the results. So just rip the bandaid off mamas and get out there, start creating because I, I think we play small, we hold ourselves back, but the reality is we have so much value to bring to the table. And it is our own unique way of doing things, our unique life experience, our perspectives. Everything allows us to bring such a unique set of skills and values to the table. We need to hear what you have to offer. So I love your advice. Just start. Yes, please do it. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes, exactly. I know it takes so much, but we need to do it. And really just look for other moms and be like, oh my gosh, I have two boys too. connect over being a mom in this space. Because sometimes as moms in the last three years, it's hard and lonely. And we feel like we're the only moms in the world, though we know we're not. And so just connect with the fact that, oh my gosh, you're a mom doing this too. How's it going? (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Right, right. I mean, and and that leads to so many beautiful collaborations too. And that's also such a powerful way to grow your reach, to grow your community is through collaborating with like-minded individuals that get it. Yes, I've been loving collaborations this year. I've been doing Instagram lives with some amazing people and just continuing because like you get to share people's communities and grow and just you get to share knowledge, they get to share knowledge and everybody wins. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's just like podcasting. It's that mutual benefit. Everybody wins because we're providing value to both of our audiences. You know, I'm providing my audience with all right, hey, if I'm struggling with lead gen, oh yeah, she had someone on her show that does just that. And then you have you know resources that you're sharing and knowledge and value that you're providing into them. So it's this mutual benefit. And then together, it's the rising tide analogy. We all rise together because we're supporting each other. We're linking arms. We're realizing that there's so much abundance in this world. Like we can all rock it together. Yes, I love it. It's always community over competition. We bind together to do this. Right, right. Because it's not easy. It is hard (laughs) raising kids, especially in this day and age. Like, you know, there's a lot of like second guessing, like, am I doing it right? Like, am I making the right decision? And yeah, it's crazy. So if we can just champion each other, what an amazing world it would be. All right. So we've got some great strategies so far. Any other last pieces of advice for us? 
Um, I know a big conversation that always comes up is like, do I sell in the DMs? And it's always this, yes, you can, because you are providing a service, you're providing a product, you've already talked to this person, you're not cold pitching if you've had conversations with this person, you are providing a solution to them. And so once again, taking that emotion out and going, I am doing a service and I'm helping someone else, even if they say no, it's okay because everyone has that choice, but it doesn't mean that relationship needs to stop. And, you know, we keep building that relationship because it can lead to collaborations and rising them up and being together in this space, whether you work together or not. Oh, I love that reframe. That is just absolutely beautiful because that's when it comes down to it, this is social media and we're forgetting it's social and building that relationships like you just described is absolutely key. So even if, you know, you're, you're pitching something to someone and it's not a good fit, it's okay. It's, it's nothing about you as a business owner. It just may not be the right time for that person because for a plethora of reasons, I mean, there's, I don't know. I can't read minds. I don't know if you can, but I mean, it's one of those things that, yeah, once you take that emotion out of it and like, hey, you know what? I have this solution to the problem that you said you had. If you'd like it, here it is. You're just presenting an invitation. You're not just showing up in the DMs like, hey, girl, let's purchase this program. No, you've already built that relationship. You've already established that rapport with that client. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the key part is like, people are like, well, I don't know when to pitch. You do know when you're just holding yourself back from doing it. If you are saying that when you're talking to someone, that means it's time to, (laughs) you know, because, and that's, everyone's like, I don't like cold pitches. Don't cold pitch. A cold pitch is like the first message. Someone's like, Hey, here's my link uh what yeah who are you who are you but like if you've had that conversation they've been you know your content should be doing a lot of work and your other things doing a lot of work that conversation is just like hey we're besties and I have this thing exactly exactly and then too you know, once you take the emotion out of it, it's like, so what is the worst case scenario? They say, no, is that really that bad? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. You know, again, exactly. we're, we're in you our know, head. You can go off and have your pity party for like an hour. Fine. Go do that. But then come back and go, who else needs my help today? Exactly. Because that no I've learned to reframe to next opportunity. All right. Well, that's creating the space for maybe someone that's more aligned, who is ready for the products and services I provide. So as long as we can really start to reframe things, it gets easier. You know, it's just about relationship building. Yes. And that's really what lead generation is. It's actually like the process of attracting people to you because as our business owners we are our brand so we need to attract people to us you know to our service and so that's all that's all this is you're just attracting people to you well you know we'd love to overcomplicate things but let's simplify things (laughs) 
Yes. What a powerful message. That's just the process of attracting people to you. It's that simple. We don't need to overcomplicate it. Amber, (laughs) you don't realize how much absolute value and encouragement you brought to so many listening today that this whole mystery of lead generation is not complicated. It's just the process of attracting people to you. Where can we get into your world and learn more about you? Yes. Um, So I am on Instagram, so you can obviously binge all my amazing content on there. I do have a freebie out. It's called Grow a Profitable Lead Generation Business. I'll have the link for you. It's really just clarifying those six steps to take from going into your own lead generation business. What are those next steps that you need to take? And then, you know, I do have a signature program called Become a Lead Gen Expert, where in eight weeks, one-to-one, we build your business, dive into your strategy to get you those clients and doing lead generation for other people. Absolutely incredible. Everything she just described will be linked in the show notes. So you are going to want to download that freebie and get into Amber's world. Amber, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your value with our listeners. Thank you so much, Amy. This was so good. And I can't wait to connect with you. Yes. Yes. Amazing. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 